Yes, indeed. Anybody just tuning in? Hasn't been keeping school. You listen to the Killogic Effect. You can find us lurking around all your favorite social media networks. You can also find us live streaming over on the Mixer, Twitch, and other such various type of places. They allow us to do such things. And right now we are sitting here with a Mr. Lewis Pexy, author of Nosfara 2 Origins. Now, um, you uh, have a, uh, actually, a, uh, quite a stacked Amazon account, I've been noticing. How are you doing this morning, Mr. Pexy? wonderful, my friend. How about you? Well... <laughs> I don't want to know that, do I? Well, it, 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 could, it, could, be, uh, it could be better, but hey, what, what are you going to do? No, uh, uh, technical things are just that, uh, technical things, so we uh, we, uh, we got it all worked the out nature now. nature of the beast, right? It's, it's the, yeah, it is. If you're gonna if you're gonna play with uh, if you're gonna play with fire, expect to get burned every once in a while. <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> so you can't do this type of work and not have it. It, it, it give you trouble here and there. Right. I mean, it, it comes. Hey, it just comes with the whole. I mean, like you. Well, you know, uh, just as well as anybody, man. <laughs> now I, I've lost. I've lost one time when a computer crashed when I was way still learning this <laughs> digital realm. I lost like six months of work once in the beginning. I, that because I wasn't smart enough to back shit up. You know. Right. Yeah. Well, you, it's it's easy, man. You get into the you get into the heat of things, and you get going, and you're in your groove, and you do, It's like you're not thinking about saving and all the other crap you got to do. You know, it's just you, oh, I know. you're in creative mode, and man, I've I've been there, but I could not imagine being um you know in your shoes, being a you know an author illustrator, and Losing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's when you. That's very humbling, and it teaches you that you know you better, better, better always back yourself up, man. Yes, always, always back up. Now, um, let's first. We're getting out a little bit ahead of ourselves. Uh, um, we uh, we gotta make sure everybody knows now. You are the author illustrator of Nosferatu: The Untold Origins, as well you as uh, Billy in the Bronto, and um, <laughs> as and um, the the you Awakened Poe. Yes, uh, which can all be found on Amazon right now. Um, if you're looking for some, uh, you know. Christmas gift ideas. Too, if you really want. Yes. Uh, but, you, but you'll get it quicker if you order on Amazon. I mean, if you want it for the holidays, go to Amazon. What's uh, now the uh, the website is? NosferatuOrigins.com NosferatuOrigins. I know. It's like, <laughs> well, that's the thing, too. I always tell uh, um, a lot of people, and I try to do it myself, is you, you got to try to keep your name kind of like... Uh, you know the same through things it makes it easier for people so if they don't have your address in front of you but maybe they're looking for your website they'll be like oh well why don't i try nosferatu you know 
There so, you go. But um, so you you have been quite busy. You've been showing me um some snippets uh, here and there, some uh, some uh, teasing, if you will. Um, and uh, wow, dude, wow. <laughs> Dude, I, I've only, I don't, the, the story will blow your mind the way that I've written because I didn't want the typical, I mean, I love all the Hammer movies. I've seen all of them. I love all the Universals. Right. I, I mean, I, I, have, I have a collection of probably 800 horror movies in my, that's a lot. But I like ones, I try to get the ones that are thought-provoking, you know? And I said, I don't want to do, like, if you watch the Hammer movies, they're kind of all the same story with different characters. Dracula's back, he's drinking blood, we gotta stop him. Right. I didn't want I don't wanna do that. So I'm really excited. The story has a really mythical quality and it has a lot of mythology in it. So I think people will will really like it, you know. I, I enjoyed writing it. It has a lot of other mythology besides vampires in it. There's even mummies, you know. Now I just, um, well, not just, but uh, I uh, had received the the package in the mail from you. Thank you very much. Um, I got to tell you, man. I there's a, there's a few things I, I got to say. Um, first off, it was like even like knowing as much as I already did, or. Um, you know, feeling like basically I had almost in a way seen the book and pretty much knew the book inside and out, talking with you and everything. But once I had it in my hands and the experience that you get with this thing, um, wow, man, I, I really, uh, it, it's, uh, it's impressive, man. And the, the way that you, it's got so many cool elements the way that you put it all together there's nothing you don't ever feel like this is getting the samey <laughs> you know like no that'll never happen there's no like oh here's this here's this formula or this this outline and we're gonna go by this all the way through the noob and no, no. um one thing that I think you'll uh, uh, really appreciate, and I got um, I'm getting ready to uh, go do a bunch of uh, Amazon uh, reviews and uh, write-ups, and you're uh, you're first on the list. Is, Thank uh, you, man. I uh, my uh, my wife. She she's you know she uh, she likes like the uh, the thriller type horrors more than the monster the scary per stuff. se. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um so this scary. isn't like her forte like this isn't her like for but she was like very interested and the one thing that she kept saying is it makes you keep wanting to see what is next. Like <laughs> like even if you're not reading it you just want to keep You're flipping. looking at it, right? Yeah, you just want to keep flipping through it to see what the hell is going... You know, it's like, whoa. And um, the the other thing she said was the idea of just sitting there and staring at the, at the page and, you know, looking, you know, 
all over it. You know, it's wow. Um, you know, it was just uh, it's uh, well, how did she put it? Because she doesn't, you know, she's not a comic book reader. But she's expecting when you say graphic novel that it's going to be, you know, and she was like, you're still looking all over the page, but not the same way you would be, like, you know what I'm saying? Well, like with yeah, a comic, no it's like, with that, it's like you're dancing on the page, you know, you. That, versus a comic is very just right to left, you know, type stuff. Yeah. That, that was my whole goal, and, and the new, like, I, I can't wait to hear what she thinks of the new one, because the new one is also, like, a murder mystery, so there's, like, it's not straight-out horror, but there is obviously scary, you know, you got werewolves, mummies, and stuff like that in this, but there's, like, the characters are what's most important, and... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the thing, is... It's it's not a uh, right off rip. You got no. you notice that it's not the same old story. No, I mean this has taken me a year and a half. It's coming up on over a year and a half now because it's not done. I wanted it done by Christmas, but that ain't happening. I looked at I'm almost done, but I haven't done the layout. I'm almost done all the artwork. And you don't want to rush yeah. it and just to get it out <laughs> by a, a certain date. Right. I mean, I'm I'm doing Egypt right now. I'm working on the. The Egyptian section of the book. <laughs> oh yeah. No, <laughs> of course right. you are. <laughs> and, and and you know I'm like I, I put this book aside a few times and said, man, why am I not? It might not make a penny this book, you know. It's like it causes it's, it's so friggin' huge. It makes the first one look like totally wounds, you know. It's it's I couldn't just tell a story. You know, I, I got to go back to Egypt. I got to go back and all these other supernatural motifs come into play. And what's interesting at the end, the story's about a guy trying to find his humanity against his vampire. But that's more so in the third book. This one, he's getting to that point. And I wanted, I wanted to give him a quest, like, well, what's his quest? So, you know, his quest is to reclaim his, what it was to be human, because that's right. really at the end what it is you know it's like do you want to go around and do this every single night and you're yeah uh, is this how you so, want to live eternity or right right and and so in this book he, he he kind of he doesn't have the solution yet but he's presented with what could be the solution book three will be the dangers of that solution and what happens and it's fascinating so his character the metamorphosis and I, you know, I think to myself, you know, I must be nuts, but I, I think people will like it because I'm having fun with it. <laughs> well, that's that's just it, and I think that that's one thing about your your art and all of your stuff is that there uh, that you get that feeling that you're you're having you're having fun and you love what you're you're not just doing it exactly to you know to do it. You know, or because that's what needs to be done, or something. You know what I mean? It's I, I totally know what you mean because exactly you summed it up perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so um, now that's um, one other thing I want to touch on too is uh, you've been doing a lot of uh, um, people have been uh, com commission commissioning. Um, oh yeah, dude. I mean, I'm doing a I'm doing a book cover right now. I'm working on. I'm really excited. It was supposed. It's, it has to be done around the next two weeks, and 
I've taken my time with because the first one I did was too scary. The guy didn't like it, so I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> it's a thriller. It's not a horror thing. So right. I sat down and made a series of sketches, and I've come up with the cover, and I'm now going to work on refining it and show it to him next week, probably for Christmas. That'll be his Christmas now, but he has to pay for it. It's not a free Christmas gift. <laughs> you know? Right. But, uh, I'm excited because it's, I like doing book covers. They're, they're fun to play with, you know? I have well, a CD cover. I'm getting, doing one for a group. And the song is going to be called Supernatural. So it's... Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Super... No, it's called Superstition. Oh, so Superstition. A, uh, yeah, which is just like Supernatural. You got... Yeah, basically. Everything from... <laughs> yeah. It, so I'm having fun with that. That'll be done in the next few days, too. So those two are... They're fun, like, pieces, and, you know, it's, it's nicer because it's one thing as opposed to a book that's going to have 500-plus images when it's done, and, you know, it's, it's, it's That is fun, crazy, man. Lewis. You're just a Dude, machine. I can't wait for you to see it. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> now I that... can't wait to hold it in my hands. You know I... what it's going to be like? It's like, it's gone. There it is, man. <laughs> It's like Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm doing the kids' book is easy. I'm working on. It's only got like sixty plus images in it, so it's kind of like too. Yeah, you know, it's nice, man. Yeah, well, uh, talk talk a little bit about uh, what that's all about, and because uh, um, it deals with. Time uh, I try to remind people that you're not just you know the well, gloom and doom. I, I mean, look, I, I, I'm, I'm even going to write a novel after this. That's like, I'm doing a series of portrait studies because I never did that. So I'm working, I'm finishing up Mark Twain. I put up the last, the last night was like the first 45 minutes I worked on the painting. I did the underpainting of it. It looked pretty good, but there was no details. Now I'm doing the details on it. And I said, I want to do a series of portrait studies. That'll be fun, you know? And, um... But going back to the children's book, it's about a time traveler. And this kid, he's a genius at age 12. He invent, he's invented shoes that allow him to fly, a ball that'll bounce on forever. And then he, he says, well, I want to invent something that no one's ever invented. And he invents a time machine. And he goes back and meets Einstein. And he goes back to the era of dinosaurs. So it's his adventure. It's really intact. Now, that's... That's the first one you're talking about, right? Billy and the Bronto. The name of the... What's that? You're talking no, no, about... Billy and the Bronto is about a boy and a dinosaur. This one... This is the new one you're talking about. The new one, yeah. His name is Theo, and it's called Theo's Adventures in Time. And uh, he's a boy genius, and he... You know, it, it, it's... I just... My goal with the book, because I always try to have some sort of goal, is to inspire kids study science more and right. really right you know not enough people are studying science anymore and, and and it's important because i mean look at all the great i mean imagine hey what if jonas salk had discovered uh, the vaccines that he did or Einstein hadn't written down e equals mc square where would we be you know it's all well, these they are really that, streamlining a lot in the schools oh yeah and it's scary but you know what's scarier is other parts of the world are. <laughs> so it's like, hey, we, we should really think about improving these things. So my book is hopefully something that will inspire kids to explore science and imagination. Because 
Einstein's best quote, in my opinion, is imagination is more important than knowledge. And I agree with that, because if you can't imagine something, you can't create it. Well, well that's just it. And um, I think there's a lot that that uh, is, that, uh, you know, without, uh, without getting on any, um, you know, sensitive topic, I think with right. the biggest, the biggest thing with people that I think as individuals you always come to a point in your life where you you need to learn this um, or as a society um, is empathy the ability to literally put yourself in somebody else's position and see through their eyes or see I agree writers, 100%. writers and artists and stuff do that a great deal um you know with certain well, you things they like don't any, everything obviously but you know they they have the like sure. actors have the ability to try to step into somebody else's life and yeah. see things through their eyes and then it helps them act that role some actors, exactly. more than not, some actors take it way too serious. Um, I don't know if it's too serious. Like, okay. Well, it's all um, get to the point to where it's just unhealthy. Like, well, that I'll agree with. Like, but with, like with Christian Bale, he's done great. He's been a perfect example of how you can physically change and everything. But he's also like, look at the mechanic or the what is it, the machinist? Well, you know, you know what that the difference is. That was is, dangerous is, levels of. Uh, you know, anorexia. Well, so, but, but, so okay, but I, I, you also gotta look at and say, was that also the studio advertising and hyping it? See, it's it's one of those things where you can say, well, maybe it well, was, I, or maybe he. I had, didn't think nothing of it until I saw the the documentary about the whole thing and them interviewing him about it and he, I love him as an actor that screwed man. his kidneys up and everything really and yeah wow he was, yeah he got screwed up for a little bit he's gotta he's, but it's it's my 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 point to that is though is that's like taking it way to the nth degree you know that's going a whole well nowadays well, let's, know, let's go to the let's go to the next topic um computer graphics they could do that with cg yeah and the way to be you know, able to to actually act characters awesome no i'm saying they could do the cg and make him thinner they could oh yeah and, yeah oh, yeah i switched up. i mean like look what they can do with de-aging now with cg right they can take an actor who's 60 and make him look like they're 30 mm -hmm. and you won't be able to tell yeah you know it's crazy yeah, there's uh, there's like, well, the idea is, is there's whole generations of people that won't even know the difference hadn't they ever seen that actor in any other thing, you know? Right. They wouldn't even uh, know, and you know, and you also you don't want to get into the uncanny valley where it has people kind of feeling odd about it, you know, or like where it feels weird. But uh, they do, they've done uh, very good at that, I think. I mean, everything that I've seen of it. Um, oh, it, it's, it's got pretty me... Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. It is, and, and people, I, I've had people tell me they shouldn't be doing that. That's, and what I say back to them, I say, how different is it than a makeup effect? I mean, when you dress an actor up, like when they made... Um, for the movie The Elephant Man, they made John Hurt look like... 
Right. Uh, it's not really that much different, but the technology is so much better that it, it supersedes that any. It looks so real because no longer is it, is it rubber on somebody's face that doesn't always move a hundred percent real. It moves pretty close to real, but now it moves a hundred and ten percent real because of motion capture technology we can line the muscles up and everything else and the illusion I mean when they did going back even when they first some of the early stuff they did with making people spaces altering it go back to the dark night was it returns maybe or was it the dark night rises the one with Heath Ledger is the Joker right when they did two face that yeah. was unbelievable you know? That's crazy. And it was terrifying. I mean, it looked real. I mean, they went into the guy's face and half his face was gone. Well, they have and this. Never they got the uh, old James Dean thing. I think we talked about it. I know. And, sure. Um, I'm, I'm of the mind. I'm like, I'm on two sides of it. I'm of the mind that, you know, um, especially if it's uh, something that, you know, the actor you know, was going to do or whatever. There's a there's a lot of uh, what ifs. But I also think that there's ways where you've you've turned somebody into a piece of property to where a movie company starts just throwing them in movies and it's like you don't know that that actor had they been alive, you know, it's like I don't know. Well it, sure. It, it gets but, to and there's another way to look at it. Where, do, where are we crossing that line with that? And, well, and disrespecting I, I the dead or paying them but respect. But is it disrespecting or are we going to make, think of it this way? I, I think it all matters on the implication, in my opinion. Okay. I, I, did, I agree, but I also will, I, I think also the, the third thing is what if it makes, and I see the good in this, the whole generation, because most of us, yeah, you got an 18-year-old who's never heard of James Dean. Exactly. So, let's say this 18-year-old sees this film and says, who was this guy? And next thing you know, they look up this guy who was one of the best actors that ever lived, and they're, they're now watching his films. Because it is a work of art, right? People want to argue or not. I mean, this technology, it's right, not technology. Yeah. It, it involves painting and all this stuff. It's digital, yes, but someone has to create this image. And, you know, I mean, I it does involve the implications, but I also think, well, you know, I think because here's what I look at. This is not going to be an easy movie to make. No. To, to, pull this illusion, to pull the illusion off, it's hellish, you know? Uh -huh. And, I mean, I, I, Rogue One, right? Did you see Rogue One? Huh? Yeah. Wasn't under the style. See, I love Peter Cushing, and that digital image. See, who else? I mean, it should have looked just like Peter Cushing for, for Grand me, That's Park. a perfect example of your. That's a story he was already in, and that's right. something to where, without question, I think that that's that's doing him respect. That's keeping him in the story and exactly. using his likeness without trying to replace him and doing the utmost of everything that you can to make it be him. Exactly. But, but, but again, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm also looking at the, the money-hungry, greedy side of the movie industry 
as stunts. Oh, well, I'm uh, sure it is. Say but, they want to make another so, Sopranos, and they want right. to bring Tony Soprano back. I mean, do but you think that he'd want to do that if, if he was alive? <laughs> you know? I but mean, what if they got, like, someone like Martin Scorsese to direct it, and and they got a script written by Mario Puso, and it was, like, top of the line. Right. And they said, well, let's try... Like, see, one of my dreams would be, because I, I love Bogart. What if you could make a Bogart 1940s film noir Sam Spade movie, get get these characters, make the whole film this way, and but it never existed, but get a script written by the top of the, and, and set it in black and white and do, like, a 1940s. Right. I think that would be cool, you know, because it would be like a, and you know it's not real, but... It's okay because it's an homage to all these great actors. If you did it that way, yeah. I mean, it should not be done just to sell beer. It shouldn't be done to. But if you're going to do it, make sure it's a good tribute to them and not just a, you know, right. way to raise yeah. the dead. Not just to, you know. I mean, that that's that's the thing is when does it become disrespectful to to you know when you're doing this? And I think it is. Well, I think the audience will determine that too, that. won't they? Cause you, Don't you think the audience will determine that? Well, that's the like, thing is, that, and that's what ultimately. That's what I was gonna. That's about the next thing I was gonna say was that's ultimately what's gonna determine that. It's like with these uh, live shows where they're doing like Roy Orbison. <clears throat> excuse me, Roy Orbison is touring. You know, um, right? He he's been dead for years. Um, he's not really touring, but man, <clears throat> well, it's exactly. a hologram touring, and it's. Um, you know, you, you get to the point, um, you know, some people come from it torn to where they were like, wow, it's just like, you know, seeing him. Or some people were like, I never got to see him because I was too young. But then you do have them people that felt weird, that it made them feel right. uneasy. And that's why they call it the uncanny valley. And they try to stay away from that. Now, you remember Frank Zappa. He has a tour sure. that goes on right now. But it it goes more like a light spectacle show where there's a cartoonish caricature of him rather than an actual human representation of him. Yeah, sure. Um, that, which, you know, this is the other thing, too, to that, you know, speaking to that science, they go to great lengths to get actual photo representation and make a three-dimensional image. Now, with Roy Orbison, they have tons of imagery that they can go right. through because he was alive during plenty of camera and televised. and So they, they got a wealth of stuff. Same thing with Zappa. Um, but, um, you know, those, again, those are those, are those areas where, you know, ultimately the, the audience is going to decide or they, they are going to decide when it's in poor taste you know and, exactly um i just um i mean i think this movie from what i've read on it like his family even said this would have been a movie he would have been proud to be involved with probably yeah I, I, you know that to me is you know and as long as you got people who are looking out for you at least then you know it's it's probably going to be a being, good film being his family and everything is involved it's it's hard to argue with you know it's like who can speak to someone more than that 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, like okay, <laughs> off, the, off the topic, give me one second, but not off the topic. Um, when they made the new Peanuts cartoon, because I mean, it was done with digital animation, but oh, still yeah, looked, yeah. I love that film, but you know, Schultz's whole family was involved with that, man, and, and it felt like a Peanuts film, and I loved it, you know, it's like, because they wanted to preserve something that he had created that really is beloved and not just exploited for a few bucks more, you know? And, and re responsibly bring it into a newer generation that can appreciate it and not hey, man, we it could, off. We could use, we could use some uh, uh, of that uh, philosophy in this day and age, you know? Right. What do you think of, um, um, before I forget you, the, um, the new, uh, The Grudge being done by the Raimi team. What? I didn't even know. Talk to me about what's happening now. The, you know the movie The Grudge? Of course I do. Um, there's a new one coming out being done oh, by see, they don't need this team. Oh, wait, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. That'll I'll be interesting because I like Sam. He's, he, you know, I bet you it'll be good. Cause um, Sam's, Sam's good. I like his work, don't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't I mean, come on, Evil Dead is one of my favorite that, horror movies. You know, well, Spider-Man really put him on the map for a lot of other people. Um, right. And, put him and in Evil Dead was a great little horror movie, which Grudge will be right in the similar mindset of, you know? You can tell that they're, they're playing with the story a little bit, um, you know, making it, De definitely making it their uh, their own. Um, I'm actually. Well, is it a see... continuation of the Grudge or is it I a remake? I think it's a total reboot. I think really? It's a, yeah, I'm I'm not sure though. It looks to me like it's a reboot. Okay. Um, from what I it coming seen, out? I'm pretty sure it's a reboot. Um, it's uh, coming out 2020. I think it's going to be in uh, theaters. Uh, 3rd of January, so it's coming out on the but new the year. The problem with the grudge is it's not that old, is it? Um, well, it's it's uh, it's older than some of the other shit they've been rebooting. <laughs> but um, basically, I mean, I'm it's only a generation that... old. Right. Basically, there's only a generation that's gone by um, where they haven't made anything with the grudge. So, wow. so that gives I you know I guess I still think it's too young to reboot. I do too, but what if it's more of a continuation? If it's a of continuation, it, that would be great too. I mean, either way, I'm anxious to see. You know, because I like Sam. He hasn't done anything in a long time. He's been well. He's been him and uh, his team's been uh, picking right up. I mean, of course, there's also the the um, the whole Evil Dead series. Um, with, um, uh, what's his butt there? Jesus, Bruce I'm Campbell. A, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I'm looking at three other things here I want to talk to you about. <laughs> um, the new Ghostbusters trailer. No, they're doing another ghost? No, come on, dude, you're kidding me. And you didn't see it? Is it with the girls again? Nope. Nope, this is a direct sequel to... The last movie, it involves... Um, Bill Murray's in it? 
Um, it involves the nephew. Uh, they haven't shown any of the original cast, per se, in it. Um, but here's the thing. It looks in the in the style of it, and we'll say, like, uh, to give you uh, um, so you know what I'm talking about, like, say, the filter that's on it, it looks like Stranger Things. Really? Yeah, it doesn't have that look of, which gets me, because you have that formula. It's, you know, it's it right works. there. It's written down the price. Like, don't make one. I mean, granted, make, granted, the last Ghostbusters was made right? on Maybe. film, you know, but... <sighs> it doesn't look like it. They should they should... Maybe they should take it and put the characters in an old age home and Bill Murray's crazy. And, and the, right now, see, that's what I would do. I think because that would, because he is, he seems like he's crazy anyhow. And then suddenly the ghosts start to come out and they let them out. You know what I mean? It's like, that that would be kind of funny because these guys are the only ones that know how to stop the ghosts. But so you get these. But I don't like if it, it doesn't feel like but a comedy, man. Well, that's just... I don't... I mean, it's got comedians in it already. I, I believe it's Paul Rudd that's in it. Um, okay. So, you know it's gonna, you know, mean... It's gonna at least have some comical bits in it. Um, Here's the last thing, you know? But, um... Uh... No, I didn't see... Um... I almost wish I they would just leave it alone. I thought you would have seen it. I could have sworn that you would have already seen it. I'll have to see oh, uh, some stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't keep up with everything. I'm sorry to well, say. Well, you're working. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm I'm more on this side of it to where it's being thrown at me. You're on the other side creating the stuff. <laughs> that gets, you well, know. hey, you create too. You're a musician too. <laughs> I, I, just, I need to surf a little more, spend some more time but looking at what's out there, you know, because... There's also it, it, a new Wonder Woman coming out. I I love... I'll tell you what, I like the last Wonder Woman. The first, yeah. not, the, don't, not the Justice League BS. I didn't bother watching that. It looked horrible. Right, but if they yeah, get I the same you. woman, that oh, woman the new one is directed... Huh? Dead. Dead, I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to no, 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 you now. go, go, go. If they get the same woman who directed the first one, she did exceptionally good. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and I like the woman playing the part. She looks the part. She's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. It's like, that's exactly what I picture. I mean, granted, that's because we grew up with what we thought, you know, Wonder Woman was supposed to be like. And what we also got, you know, comics and whatever, but... She fits the part perfectly in her mannerisms, everything. She's got it. Yeah, and she, she and feels she's hot it's as her. Hell. And she makes it her right. own. It isn't like she's acting like somebody else. You know, she's no. she's her. But this new one takes place in nineteen eighty four. Oh nice. Yep. So I think they're gonna try to directly connect it to the series. It's from or at least it's going to be like the wink and the nod type aspect to where right. they acknowledge it, you know? So. I, 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 well, I like that idea of putting, doing that, you know, because that series was a lot of fun. And 
And uh, I'm not sure. I think it might be the same director is doing this one. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, I wish they'd let her direct the friggin' uh, uh, Superman movie because Superman they destroyed, man. And it's, uh, yeah, I got. Yeah, I could go into that for a while. Yeah, you know, the best Superman movie besides Christopher. You know which one they should hire? Really, I like Brandon Ralph when they had uh, the guy to direct the Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, David, what's his name? Come on, Bohemian. He also did uh, the X Men films. Oh, Brian um, Singer. Brian Singer. I love that guy's work. Dude, and I, I love the X Men until they. You know, well, he didn't do the later ones. Remember, the newer he was iterations. I loved the first X Men's that. He yeah, had. those were the ones he did. The other yeah. ones they screwed up. Man. When it started like, getting into the newer stuff, it was like, uh, it got stupid. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't mind that, uh, that, that new class or whatever. It was entertaining, but um, it just it, it wasn't, wasn't the X Men. It wasn't, you know, it just didn't feel like, you know, it was like the first three, that's it. That, those are the I ones. agree, man. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Stewart is Dr. Xavier. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he was that character. Yeah. Ian McCall was the perfect villain. He's Bill Magneto. Man. You can't, yeah, it's like you can't undo that. <laughs> and they no, try man. to, they try to connect it. But, I but mean, they didn't try hard They're at least trying, I guess, but whatever I think if that, they didn't uh, have the same director either see I mean Singer is a much better director than this guy it's like now, how can you see those first three and then put out some of these movies that you are the other guy was the worst they got to be Dr. Xavier wasn't huh didn't you think didn't you think he was the worst the guy that got to play Xavier yeah, and the other one he's just it's like why did they pick him? Because he has a British accent or something? I yeah, I, I guess. I, I, I didn't know, understand man. why he was the one that made, you know, that was totally you like, you know, I don't know, there was some money exchange. <laughs> it's not bad. Like, that's not Xavier. And, and the blue chick wasn't as hot as the girl in the first one, right? I mean, the rest of remained and never got all good actors. Right. But. And a great director. I mean, Brian Singer. I mean, geez. I mean, I liked it. I thought his Superman Returns actually was better than Donner's version because they didn't have any camp humor in it. They made it very dark, you know. And right, but they right. made Superman still heroic. They didn't do like what DC's now done with Superman is they've tried to make him edgy. And I like what Singer did is he made him virtuous in a world that had gone dark. And I thought that was a better angle, you know? It's like, uh, he was still this shining light in the world that was losing its, uh, balance. I don't know, for I, me, I think the, the singer Superman felt more like a direct sequel to the original Superman's. That's what it was meant to be. You got it. That's it he felt more like that. it than the new ones with, uh, what's-his-butt directing. Henry he, Cavill. He doesn't uh, look enough like Superman either, does he? Um, who's the new guy that's directing him? He also did, um, the, uh, Sparta movie there. Um, yeah, I, he's I know, directing him Zach like Snyder. a kid with yeah. a, yeah, he's directing him like a fucking kid with a toy or something. He overdoes Dude, he effects, sucks. he just overdoes everything. Do 
It, he's yeah. like a wicked fanboy that's gotten a hold of an editing machine, <laughs> and he's just and too many millions of dollars. Yeah, and, and he's just making freaking... him up a Superman movie, and it's like, and now there's this whole Justice League. There's the the Zack cut, you know, or oh, there isn't even that. It's like, dude. All of they worked it, man. I, mean, they, I don't want to. I know there's a lot of fans. Superman that, should be I don't want to shit on all that. It's just. But, it, but listen, Superman should be an easy movie to friggin' make. You think? Richard, <laughs> Richard Donner did it, right? Then he did what he did that was so great in the first Superman movie, and I, I still I think that's that one and Brian Singer's are my two favorites. I love Superman and Superman Return. They stuck to the mythos. They made. Right. They didn't try to make darker and edgy. They didn't try to. No, no. Because Superman's about a virtuous character, man. He's he's the good guy, and you don't make. He's not Batman. That's my problem. I have like Zack Snyder tried to turn the Batman. Because no, man, Batman's the dark, gritty guy. Superman's Some the good guy. Some of these guy. guys, it's like, man, they their their kids or whatever are growing up on the whole the cartoons with the Justice League and all that and you know or they are and you know now they want to actually bring tie that in to the original it's like some of this stuff works okay as cartoon crossovers or whatever you accept it that's but right. but to do but some it, of it doesn't yeah it's just it does not work as well man and even with this digital era, you still... I mean, there's a lot of aspects of Superman that you try to get around that just, you know... And there's, you know... And Batman, both Batman and Superman, it was like... There were so many things that had to be changed about their characters to make them do what they were doing in these movies. And it's just... Uh. Well, Batman... <laughs> I, thought the, the, I thought Chris... The best Batman movie store, my two favorites are... I love the ones with Christian Bale because those movies they, they they focused in on the human. They made them more like drama, which Mike is what I really King liked about. Christian Bale are the two best Batmans in my. <laughs> Amen, man. Yeah. Uh, and um, and I, and I, I don't want to shit on wish, any other Batman, but all the rest. No, they are all suck dumb. after that. <laughs> Look, in my opinion, try, they all but... suck. <laughs> they all suck. Yep. Outside that, you some know? of them were just so badly cast. It's, this I don't even like Val Kimmer. What the hell was that? What you know? Dude, Ben Affleck sucked, didn't he? Wasn't Ben Affleck the horrible Batman? Yeah, I did not. I I don't. I haven't even watched a full movie of him as Batman. Dude, he sucks. I can't. can't. It's he's too friggin' smug. First of all, and he has no range as an actor. Yeah, he's just a. I don't know, man. You know, he should be doing commercials, man. That uh, you know, like, that movie he just did a little bit ago, where he's like a, a hitman, uh, the accountant there. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Frick, that was pretty good that he did. That was a cool story, cool movie. Um, you know, but how can them. you screw Batman but, up? But it was it was so good because he had very little dialogue. He could act very monotone. That was his character. You know, and it's like... Well, and that's the way he is, I think, don't you? Yeah, probably. I don't, you know, but... Um, <laughs> he ain't Batman, that's the thing. But it's to be just, Batman, you gotta have some range, man. Well, and look at, um... Uh, what, what's his butt there? Um, 
what was the other guy that played Batman and it was like he regrets it it's like his um, biggest uh, George Clooney yeah, Clooney he regrets doing Batman that's like his biggest regret in his career is doing Batman well the, the, the story sucked I mean it was, that was during, that was definitely a cartoon <laughs> oh dude it was a computer cartoon and it was back in the early days of computer graphics it doesn't look bad it was so know? like stage acted just wow <sighs> you know it was like you could tell every bit of it was done on a sound stage. It's like every bit of that movie just felt so fake and terribly like, wow. It was all like a caricature. It was bad. Yeah, it was like a caricature of Batman. You know, not Batman. <laughs> like they were trying to make it like the ninth. It felt like they were trying to do a reboot of the Adam West. That's thing. what it seemed like they were trying to, yeah, like do that or or spoof it. You know, it it came more like they were spoofing the shit. Cause it sucked. I mean, yeah, it, was, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> so we we need. Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. We, we they need better directors to do that stuff like I mean wasn't man, was that so one nice done old. by Joel Schumacher or some shit he, yeah I don't like Schumacher <laughs> at all man well I'm just saying it isn't like he's a slouch director you know but, I mean but, but he just, he's directed some like, you know epics stuff, I guess like, I like the one movie he did I mean I'm not a huge fan like he did do the family opera which I'm not a fan of musicals so we won't bother going into that but <laughs> he did do one good movie that I like with Michael Douglas where he gets tired it's like he's stuck in traffic and he gets out and starts blowing people away and I can't remember the name of it but it was a decent film oh um, so he shit I was just talking about this movie um falling down that's it that's what yeah. it is yeah, I got that, uh, yeah, I have that movie. Yeah, that's right. one of my favorite, uh, Michael Douglas movies. And it How just it says so much making... about shit. It really does, that movie makes you think. It does. Sad. I mean, that was a good friggin' movie. But how do you go from making that to doing some stupid-ass Adam West-style Batman, you know? It's like, okay. I don't know. Telling you, man, that Clark shouldn't have fucked with him. <laughs> That's what set who? him off. <laughs> Wait, who, who set him off? The remember the Clark was like ripping him up, three for the dollar or some shit like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was on the phone. He wouldn't even get off the phone to deal with him. And oh man, dude, I gotta watch that movie again. He, he so wouldn't long. make him. It, it, he wouldn't make change, so he was making him buy something. But then when he bought something, he couldn't get the change that he wanted. It was, oh, it was terrible. But anyway. That was a good, go ahead. So, tell us uh, more about how, uh, what, uh, where are you at in the uh, in the process here? Where am I at? I'm almost done, but I've been almost done. I probably got about, for, for notes for us to it, probably got about, 70 more paintings to do and 70? <laughs> yeah, that, but that's nothing compared I'm looking at the whole book as I talk to you all the artwork and it's nothing compared to what's in here 
And then for Theo, I got one more image to finish, and then I'll be putting it together. So Theo should be ready in the next week or two, maybe two weeks. Really? You know? So it'll be... Well, but now Theo, I'm going to send out to an agent. We'll see. I'm hoping I can actually get a large market for that book. Because the artwork's really eye-popping. So I'm pretty but, uh, excited about it. Oh, so... So you don't have a release date, per se. You just have a release date. No, man. Whenever, in the next, sometime in January, I'll be be able to give you exact dates on both books. That'd be cool. Because I might still still self-publish it, or I might go with, if I'm lucky enough to get a bigger publisher, but that's so hard with children's books, man. I I won't lie. I mean, that's, that's, most people don't really want to touch that stuff, you know? Well, yeah, I've, uh, I've heard that it can be a difficult market to get into. But if you get into it, man, I mean, I look at Dr. Seuss or Maury Sendak, you know, I mean, those two, they hit gold mines with that. Right. Well, that's... Where the Wild Things Are, that's one of my favorite books. Nate's uh, career, I that. Now, you also got BillyInTheBronto.com? Uh, no, that's still on Nosferatu Origins, but you can type com. yes, that's, that's accurate. because it's not your typical graphic novel. It's not what... No, it's not. You know, that's Um, probably the best thing about it, I guess. There's also sections in it that come across like uh, you get the same feeling like if you're going through like a scrapbook. Like, you there's these little pieces coming together of, you know, and it's really neat. Freaking awesome. I, I, I can't wait. Like I said, I'm looking forward to hearing what you think of the next one. The next one, it, as I look at it, it's like, man, you know, it, it's going to blow your mind, I think. Because it's, well, it's, unlike, sure it's, kinda... it's unlike anything I've ever done. Well, like I said, I mean, I thought I already knew what to expect when um, when I got the book. You know, I thought, wow, this will be like, you know, a way to actually finally have it in my hand and see what I've been looking at, you know. But then it was like, whoa, it was way more than I expected. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, you know, and and again, I mean, with, you know, the the wife's, um, the way she came off about it was was awesome because I didn't expect... um, yeah, I thought her to. I thought she was gonna be like, "Oh, wow, that's nice," and uh, she was like, you know, thoroughly intrigued with the whole thing. It was, I'm deeply honored by that. It's very I'm, neat. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was very surprised. I was kind of sitting there, kind of jar open, like, "You really want to look at this?" <laughs> so it was. Yeah, it was really cool. But um, 
again, anybody that's um, uh, looking for some, uh, you know, some good uh, Christmas ideas, uh, especially <laughs> for the younger ones, there, I, I really recommend the dinosaur it. book, man. Yeah, you can't go wrong with dinosaurs. Um, no, you can't. So, <laughs> uh, Billy, if you got a teenager that's gothic, they would like this book, the vampire one. Man, and uh, well, Nosferatu really covers. Um, a good age gap, and especially nowadays, because um, you know it's a lot easier for people to get into their kind of niche things, and uh, no matter what age they are, and um, you know, um, there's people um, um, young and old that are into uh, all things Dracula and vampiric and Nosferatu-ish. <laughs> Nosferatu hey, that's a good is word. that a word? Uh, it is it now. Is now. <laughs> there you go. Edgar Allan Poe used to do that, man. He invented words, man, to fit into stuff. Yeah. I need to find a word that rhymes with this. <laughs> and that, that's what he did. Yeah, I'm going to have to invent he, some words. Well, it's like... Um, I think they're called neoisms or something like that. I forget. But there's a word for inventing words, and it's like a, a neology. That's a neology? A neologism? I think that's the word. It's, um, like, it's like trying to moronically shrug off like J.R. Tolkien inventing a whole language. Being like, well, of course the story's going to be good if you invented the language. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to make it pretty... Uh, I would imagine that's a pretty good start, right? <laughs> it's like, how do you even like try to undersell something like that? You, know? you can't, <laughs> invented, can you, what, man? Three languages or two? I don't know. You're asking. I'm not an expert on Tolkien, man. But I think it was just two. But oh well, that's that's all. Only two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, only two. He, he, he was slacking off a little bit. <laughs> Actually, no. I think it might have been three. But at any rate, oh, okay. the uh, the uh, damn the uh, the idea is um, in the world building that you do is. Um, it's very original in the way that you do it, and it really has a cool way of sucking you into it. Um, a lot different than the normal, um, I'll say, mundane way you read a book or the way that you would even read a comic. Um, Thank you. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, I say comic because that's the the regular quote-unquote graphic novel style of right. you know and um this does not fit into that <laughs> in any way <laughs> um no i don't want it to I man think, you know i think about the only way that it does is it's graphic very there's artwork <laughs> <laughs> and it tells a story. We got a story, man. Oh, yeah. It tells a yeah. in, in the way, and I've said this a lot, too, the way that, you know, there's no bubble letters. There's no, the way that you nah. set up dialogue and um, narration and are able to, you know, keep that all, you know, cohesive without people getting confused or anything it's it's very i, I hate bubbles dude i really do i have a hatred for bubbles well, you can see why they're used though because it's an easy oh, yeah. way to direct conversation and 
you know, and especially in a fast type format where you got a lot of action and stuff going out, it could be a really easy way rather than the way that, that you do it with melding. Yeah, my way's not easy. Yeah, you meld it into the story and it's like it gives a very three dimensional aspect to a an otherwise two dimensional landscape, you know? Um it really wow. does. Um, uh, I, 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 man, I like the way you think. Thank you. <laughs> it just—it's—it's it's a lot different. Again, it's a lot different. Like, like I said earlier, with the aspects of the, uh, um, like parts of it, feeling like you're you're looking at Nosferatu's scrapbook, and <laughs> you know things like that, and um, you're mixing a black and white line art, and you piece together. Uh, within real quickly you you can like look at a page and piece together you know the story that's being told on that page without even reading any words and then you know and then you get into the words and it gets even deeper and it's it's very it's very good man so um, the other thing too that I would recommend to uh, anybody that's in to poetry or ho is uh, there we go checking out The Awakened Poe. Now, you can also um, go see um, some stuff about all of this over on the YouTubes, correct? Correct. And you can also, you know, go to theawakenosferatuorigins.com which I'm revamping the website in about a month, man. And if I you have Kindle, uh, you, uh, get, you on Kindle. Yeah, you get hooked up if you got Kindle, so, uh, Go, uh, I actually love them on Kindle, man, because they, they really pops on the Kindle. Really? Even more so. I mean, yeah, I like the printed word, but but I, I looked at it on Kindle and was like, wow, that just looks cool, man. See, I got one of, I just got one of them regular, what the hell is this? <laughs> it's uh, one of them little Amazon, yeah, it's one of them little Amazon, uh, yeah, it's a Kindle, I guess, yeah. But, yeah, Amazon's Kindle. Apple is the, uh, I forget what Apple's thing is called, but it's not Kindle. It's the, um, what is that, man? Just, I, I forget. forget. It's the other, owns the other half. There's all these, these, there's all these damn names, and they're all those digital books, man. They should just leave, ain't this digital book? How does that work out with, like... Well, I don't have, there's no physical book, so... You know, you're getting it's it's it, 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 it's not bad. No. You know, so you're, you're, no, go ahead. I I, I like it. You know, it's, it's you like it, the it setup with Kindle, like how they. I do. <laughs> now I don't understand how that works out. Now people people are paying. Do they do they pay for like a membership with Kindle or whatever or? That I don't know, but I get a percentage of each Kindle sale. It's not much, but, you know, that's right, all right. right. It's, it's yeah. a lot higher. It's higher than for the physical book because there's no physical book to deal with. So, right. you know, you get the, um, you know, I think I, they take, like, a couple bucks, and then the rest of it's yours, you know? Like, they might get two bucks off of it, so I get the remainder, which ain't bad. Right. Well, it, Look, we are, uh, 
the even the ability to do some of the things um, and be like um, to to self publish anything these days and and well actually kind of get like mass distribution without having to have teams of people or a whole corporation behind you um, right is is very neat that we're even in those times that you know because I think it's really bringing a lot of beautiful art um, and um, literature well everything music and yeah and yeah I agree I, obviously uh, with uh, with music as well and, and that's why some some of them places that um, you know kind of you know you want to talk about like bloodsuckers and vampires you know you know how much the people that own Spotify made <laughs> last year it's yeah. uh, well it's over 400 million wow yeah <laughs> so um you, you you put that into perspective and that's you know we're, we're in a time where you, you don't need those, you know, those gate holders or whatever. But I guess um, being in a centralized place is where people lazily like to have things so they can just have a one-stop shop. And being there is a good idea. You know, it's just, I think artists need to get paid more for what they put out on those platforms. I think those platforms really take advantage of artists and um, yeah, that's that's it. I mean, I just, I really think that um, you know, even with the laws that um, they, uh, they just signed in, what was it, last year, the year before friggin Trump did the whole MMA thing. I thought it was a freaking fighter thing. I was like, what? I was such a moron. <laughs> I was like, why are, why are they even dealing with what? <laughs> I was like, what do they have anything to do with freaking um, <laughs> martial arts? What the hell's going on? So um, it made it so artists can get more now. It's basically updated um, that artists can get paid more on a digital market and because with the way the laws were first with rights and all that um, artists weren't getting paid as much so they've updated it but I still I don't feel that you know it's like I, I look around and I really I'm not seeing how that's even fair that I just I don't get it maybe somebody could explain it to me with a calculator but I really see uh, you know a lot of these big places take a big cut and um, you get of course they do tenths of a cent you know and yeah, it is and what it, it is I mean the best way you're ever going to sell anything on your own without any other corporation was, is with your own website making your own stuff, you know, and much like, well, with what you got, with um, NosferatuOranges.com, so... Thank you. Uh, I try, man. That's... But... You know, that's what... But I'm really the same token, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if I had a big publisher behind it, please. 
you know what I mean? Like, you know? even with free music or, or stuff that's given away free, it never hurts that if, if, the, if this is in your everyday life on the regular, um, especially around Christmas or whatever, hey, throw a couple bucks in the old Lewis Pexy coffer. <laughs> you know? I, I, I'm in agreement with that. <laughs> or, or um, you know, I mean, you know, your favorite, I mean, look, I got, you know, bands that, um, enhance my life on a day to day that and I try to make sure that I pay that back even even though I'm in a position where um, you know I'm, I'm trying to help bands on a daily basis and artists uh, right. as yourself on a daily basis um, still um, you know I feel as a person or whatever I try to uh, you know pay pay that back but um, again, um, we're in a we're in a cool time right now where we're able to have our own little spots, and you know the the cost of a of a website or whatever is nothing compared to what you can do with it. And I would suggest that to to any artist that you know is uh you know um you know if you got some material under your belt or whatever or okay. you're really going somewhere that's what i would and you can make free websites nowadays i'm not trying to pimp any of those or anything but there's so oh. many of those places okay. you know what i'm saying sorry about that this, yeah i do and um it's just that's what uh now do you ever go to uh that place deviant art I do, yeah. That's I need I, to put my work up there. Yeah, I That's discovered I that a couple of years ago. That place blew my mind. I didn't realize how to use that place. I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah, I should definitely put my stuff up there too. It's like sometimes I'm not into like going on where there's a million other people, you know. But right. it is a great site, man, and I, I like the stuff on there. Yeah, anybody that's Some listening, crazy. go check out Deviant Art. They got a, they got a lot of kick-ass art over there, and you can even um, it's a good place to go um, commission um, art and hey, hey just commission such me. as yourself. <laughs> so uh, and yeah, if you would like to uh, commission some uh, art from Louis Pexy, you can go find him over on Facebook. And um, are you on the Twitters? I can't remember. What's that? Are you on Twitter? It was, I can't remember. I think you're, uh, you're on Twitter. I, I you? am, but I'm not. I mean, I don't use yeah, Twitter so much. Yeah, you're the same as me, kind of post and ghost type of deal. <laughs> don't hang I up. I just don't find it that that it doesn't it doesn't interest me that much. You well, know, social media in general is kind of like that for me. <laughs> I mean, I, I do. I, I like Facebook the way it's designed. It's a really well designed mechanism. It is. You it's know? a good layout. It works. Um, it's a, It's. They've really refined it, and um, other sites kind of try to use aspects of it in making um, their place. One that I would suggest um, is going over to uh, com. That's a growing okay. platform that's decentralized, um, which means it's... Minds.com, huh? Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, it's a growing platform. Um, they have a pretty, uh, pretty big, you know, uh, section with artists, photographers, all that. Um, that's I man, some of the art and pictures on there. A lot of photography, a lot of photography. But um, 
there's just uh, a lot of everything on there like you know but it's it's uh it's not controlled by overlords like Facebook is it's controlled by the people yeah Facebook is definitely compromised there isn't it yeah and you know my whole thing is I try to steer for the most part um I try to steer away from you know political stuff or and I do that on the radio I, I try to steer away from political no, stuff or religious stuff because it's just you know you, you need to break crazy. from it you need to go somewhere to not hear it and <laughs> deal with it and I try to provide that you know um, well, you do a good job man. I, I try my hardest man <laughs> but you know it, and I understand everybody's got everything's heated right now and you know, but what is really pissing me off about all that is, no matter the ignorance or whatever that all of them are doing up on the hill, is when we have groups, say like a horror group, and then somebody wants to share a watch party of the impeachment process. What are you doing? This is a horror group. What does that have to do? What you know? It's like that pisses me off. It's like people trying to. Yeah, they have us. they have groups for that, man. That's, That's the thing. There are, I mean, Christ, you can go all over Facebook and find plenty of groups for both sides or whatever. And yeah. it's like, people go to these other groups to get away from that because it's on their feed. So a group that they can just go scroll through has none of that. And that's why they go there. Oh, I'm sorry. It just pisses me off. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's yeah. insane. We live in an insane world. But you've seen it. You you know what I'm talking about. That's oh, like, I do. And it's, you know, it's, 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 come on, it, man. I don't see it getting better, man. It's like, that's the problem. I think if we talk to each other, Yeah. I we think can uh, help. being able to have civil discourse, more one-on-ones, and more actual conversations by the actual people is going to go a lot further than any politician, no matter what well, well, side I think they're, they're trying to us, divide. You know, I think the me. people have to lead in that in that whole thing. Myself, I think we're being divided deliberately as a yeah, country, and that's we what are. scares me. That's how. That's the thing. They are purposely dividing the people because they are easy to control when everybody is all you know, and it's just this is this is an we as people to need to come together and. You know, lead the leaders. Say, nope, do it like this. <laughs> well, because it's supposed to be our country. It's it is it is, and people are forgetting that it's not right. Well, I don't know if it is. It's not anymore. You know, well, yeah, that's, that's the, the scary thing. part. Yeah, I hope you're right. Well, but I don't know. I think you know. At the end of the day, uh, you know, if if we really wanted. Uh, sadly to say, because I watch the same statistics, the poor outnumber the elites. So we, if we wanted, right. <laughs> if we wanted to do so it, we are still the shit, right? <laughs> we, we, yeah, it's like you grab know, your the, torches the, and pitchforks. <laughs> oh, I was hoping oh, to see man. Frankenstein. It's just. Old grumpy politicians, shit. <laughs> hey man, Frankenstein's always cool in my book. Exactly. I haven't seen them do anything on a uh, any type of um, any hint. The last thing that I saw was that one with uh, Daniel Radcliffe in it, 
and uh, what's his butt that's playing Xavier? Oh yeah, how was that? I never got to see it. Um, it's forgettable because I uh, I've seen it twice and I still can't remember. But I mean, oh, that's not good. I know it was. Um, I know there's some comical bits in it, but for me, I remember Daniel Radcliffe was. You know, he's the he's the character that's basically the audience's reaction or whatever to everything, and he did really good. He's been in some very good parts, man. He is well. He's really, a great actor. I mean, he's right? spreading his wings. I'm telling you, man. He has been all over the map since Harry Potter. He is making sure that Harry Potter is just a footnote. Yeah, and that's not easy because I mean that's. That's one of those parts that, you know... I still see him and think of Harry Potter. I mean, it's hard not... Well, he looks like Harry Potter. Come on. It's like... Uh, It's Harry Potter. (laughs) You are... I mean, it's sad to say that but he... That's what he... He will be remembered for that. Even if he, you know, ends up outgrowing it. Uh, You you know, come on. Yeah. The woman did write the biggest money-making... She is the most famous and biggest money-making offer in the history of the world. Right. And, you know, he, she got, he got to play that part, so, I mean, hey, if he hadn't played that part, I don't think he'd be who he is, you know? Right. So, man. I mean, but, he's, uh, well, I mean, every, every part that he's done, um, since he's like, He'll do something scary, and then he'll go into a comedy. He's been on. He's doing TV. He's doing. I mean, he's all over the place. He's not. You know, wow. Making sure he's this. I think he's um, at the end of this one. He'll have been in. Of course, series are different nowadays. They have like you know these mini series that they purposely do for. You know, only like a month or whatever. It's, you know, a, a drawn-out movie, you know. Remember The Stand? Yeah. How they did that with The Stand? Um, yeah. I want to see the new one they're making, the new movie, The Stand. Yeah, I heard they're doing that. That's going to be... Uh, I, I mean, if it's the same people that did it, which it probably will be, it's going to be a home run. Yeah, I just heard the other day that they were uh, going to be doing... The stand. I mean, Stephen King's a lucky man. <laughs> well, I mean, especially to to be uh, alive during the time that you not only see, you know, your your book made Most movie, don't but get then that, rebooted. <laughs> it's like he's he's watched. I mean, they they screwed up Pet Cemetery. I was really pissed. That's another that. one that's been rebooted. Yeah. Did you see it? It sucked. I don't like the reboot. I didn't see the new one. I don't even care to. I, there's no, some no, of them it's it, like it, it, I don't even acknowledge them really uh, but but the, the it was friggin unbelievable yeah see I I like the I like the uh, the new it the original it did pretty good with that and um, me too you know um, I still I still love the the original you know but it's like it's almost two different kinds of horror though is the Right. The feeling that you get. It's the same story, but one has more horror aspects and one has more uh, thriller aspects to it, you know. Or I mean, they were both definitely, they, they, you know, they both took a lot of liberties with the book. 
Well, you gotta also remember the first one was made for TV. Right. And, and the new one, there, I mean, there was in the book, there was a group sex scene. You can't do that with kids. Right. You know? It's like, okay, Steve, you can't, no matter what rating they're gonna get, they can't have kids having sex. Right. You know? Exactly. That was gone. Yeah, it's not going to go over well. I mean, I know all the Hollywood elites uh, are into that, but no. (laughs) So, you know, he he definitely, I mean, it made sense for the story. I remember when I read it, I was like, okay. You know, I mean, it did definitely work. There's a a lot of stuff in his books that, you know, I I can tell that uh, there's a lot of of these uh, snowflake right fighters or whatever that are out there that try to, you know, tear shit down. It's like, yeah, I can tell that none of you have the ambition to read through a thick-ass Stephen King book because you'd have all sorts of shit to say. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I've read through so many of his things, man. It's like, I've read all of his old stuff. His new stuff I haven't, but It is a thick-ass book. book, man. That's a big book. No, but, but as I say to people, you know what? I don't think he's thick. I think he's commenting on society. Oh, just yeah. Of course, yeah. You know, it's like people who say to me, like, you know, oh, why do you do scary stuff? It's like, well, I'm not into evil by any stretch. You know, I'm a, I'm a believer in God and all that stuff. I just like the moral battle that they show in those films. You know, right. the very nature of good and evil. Morality tales always, you know, or even putting a tension in your story always has, you know, the the most impact for people watching. Yes, they do. It it really it's a awesome device to help tell a story, and you know, and with with well with the things that you do with Nosferatu, and the you know you forget very quickly, and. You know, no spoilers here, but it's just you forget very quickly that he's the bad guy we're talking about here the whole time. I don't think he is. See, and that's what's cool. In in the new book, which even goes deeper, I knew him as a victim of circumstances. And it was his ego that was his undoing in the first book. I mean, if I could, I'd go back and redo the whole first book with with my tools that I'm using now because the control, but I'm not going to. I look out and go, okay, I'm proud I did that. I used a, sh- a computer that froze on me half the time. <laughs> Technology, it, awesome! Right? It, 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 so so now every the day. computer is as fast <laughs> as my hand. I use a really fast computer, and it allows me to work in real time, and it's very similar, it's all, as close as I've gotten to sketching on a piece of paper, which is nice. Nice. And um, so I look at this work, it has a greater fluidity to it, and it makes me really happy. I'm able to do subtle details that I couldn't do before. Like I can zoom in on the eye and draw little details inside the eye that I couldn't really do. Really detailed, right. And I love that. But going back to Nosferatu, you know, in the first book he was just a very tragic character that underfell some bad circumstances. He did horrendous things, but I always felt bad for him. Now, in this next book, I'm watching his character evolve. 
And that, to me, is the fascinating thing. And then the, the third book, well, that's going to be the interesting thing. I don't want to give too much away, but he, it's going to be a flip. And he, he he's not going to be... I mean, in the second book, he's not clearly the villain, but in the third book, it, 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 there's going to be a, a complete shift. And that's, that's going to be the interesting thing, you know? And in the end, I'm trying to show how people can reclaim you know, how they can find their humanity when they've lost Redemption. Just, oh, yeah, redemption, humanity, how you can, you know, what, what do we have to go through to get that? <laughs> so, because otherwise I'm just going to tell you the same story over and over again about a guy going out drinking blood and I don't want to do that. Right, and you that's know? what's so awesome about the, the whole Nosferatu Untold Origins is it's a whole like um you know it's you we've gotten like little touches of um you know tragedy tales or whatever with um um the bram stoker not the actual dude i i not love the book, bram stoker's the dracula do you, do you are you and, a fan of bram stoker's dracula yeah um you know and I, I, i'm I also a fan of um what's his butts version of it um, Coppola's. Yeah. Francis Ford Sorry, Coppola. Yeah, there you go. I, um, I thought that was such a damn good take on it. Right. They, they, they did, they, they, they really, But there are areas you know, that you know as well as I do that he blatantly went and, you know, that just, it, stuff that's just not there, it's not in the book, or he, you know, did what... Oh, yeah. You know, but... It made the book a lot, it, it made the movie a lot better than this. Yeah. <laughs> and he made things because it, Look, in a book, it can come across one way when you're reading it, but in order to, to show that, you need to be a bit more dramatic in areas, or, you know, right. he changed a few things around and stuff, and substituted characters. Well, so, definitely with the woman know, character, Winona Ryder. I remember character. right, he combined two characters, basically. Um, and which one? Um, which character? I remember. Um, shit. Because I thought he did pretty good with the characters, but he, but, uh, he definitely built the character of uh, Mina up yeah. where she had a, uh, you know, she wasn't the heroic character. The worst thing about that movie, and I hate Can't to say read. it, because, yeah, he's such a good actor and he's such a good guy, is Keanu Reeves is the worst they, part. They needed somebody movie. English. They needed an English actor. In that or movie, he could have just tried to speak normal without sounding like a surfer dude <laughs> and yeah, dude, you, you know, know he exactly. might have pulled it off but I don't think he even looked the part it was like they really were trying to make him you know fit in the part and he was trying really hard so well I mean it's a chance probably to work with Coppola who's one of the greatest directors that yeah he's probably... not gonna turn that down especially at that time in his career he wasn't Mr. you know um, he hadn't done the Matrix yet yeah, he had hadn't he? done the three Matrix movies and John Wick and Mr. Super Duper again so, I mean that guy's had a, a blessed career they're doing yes. a Matrix reboot too aren't they are they I think they are man no yeah, I think so, man. I'm not happy about that. No. <laughs> I hope Why it'll be more. That? Maybe it'll be a continuation. I think it's still the Wazinski brothers too. 
So I'm hoping it's more of a continuation. Well, the brother. I haven't researched it. The someone told me about it. I haven't researched it, so and I can't. I can't give you the uh, the, the dirt on it because I don't know enough. I I had seen. I actually shared something about it over on um the, I love the first division one. page, and I'm not. I'm not sure what they're doing. Um, if it's going to be a continuation, I think it might be a continuation. They're somehow going to bring Neo back, I think. Um, well, Neo's such a great character, isn't he, dude? Yeah. He, and, well, and that character works for Keanu Reeves. You know, he's able to really make that character work. He just he fits it perfectly. Um, and he still looks. He could play the part, no oh, yeah. problem. Yeah, he's still, he's still got the yeah, same basic uh, look. He hasn't aged a whole lot to where they'll have to do any, you know, digital aging kind of stuff. <laughs> well, of course, that would be interesting, too. You could play with the digital technology the aging in that film. But um, I'm not <laughs> sure if the Wachowski, uh, well, now they're uh, the sisters. I'm not sure if they're going to direct it or... Wait, what was that? Their sisters now? Yeah, they both had they, sex uh, changes. Yeah, they they had both, sex changes. Yeah, are you kidding me? I didn't. Oh my god, what the hell? Are you <laughs> kidding me? I, I didn't uh, even know that. I don't know what the deal is. That's one of them weird ones where yeah, I mean, they were. I decided there's something behind it, or because we're in them times where every everything is getting exploited. And every everything and everybody and um, even you know sex itself you know no matter what it's you know or who it's with and um, right it's uh, it's hard to tell sometimes whether if things are being done for media purposes to exploit um, you know transgender people or if it's a real thing and from what I see. Yeah, it's a real thing, it's huh? It's a real thing. I mean, they showed up at an awards show and everything as the Wachowski sisters. What the hell, dude? Not very good-looking sisters, but sisters nonetheless. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't want to know that, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean I, I, hey, it is what it is, man. I have, you know, no problem. It is. With I don't anybody. have a problem with it, but... It's, I, the problem it's, it's, that I ever have with any of that is if it's being exploited. If you are using people that are in these types of situations to further your political agenda or your agenda or sell something or you're trying to cater to to sell something so that you're just doing a backhanded exploitation of you know people that you know are are having a hard enough time in society without you know people yeah I mean it's I'm glad I've never that's you know, it. I'm glad I've never had that problem myself, but, you know, yeah, it's not an easy road, I can't well, imagine. I commend huh? anybody that goes, you know, through any type of, because there's a lot of, you know, just just looking at the mental issue and what a person goes Dude. through mentally. 
That's I can't fathom yeah. that. So I I don't have no, I don't to want be able to, to sit honestly. and judge anybody. You know? No, me either. No, honestly, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to try to fathom that. It's like I know? can't even fathom a percentage of it. And you know, you got to deal with the whole thing. So I commend I anybody mean, that because they were weren't you know, they twins, if I remember rightly. I don't know if they uh, are. I don't know. I thought they were uh, born at. I thought one was older than the other, but again, I'm. I knew about as much as I knew of them was the documentary or the, all the behind the scenes from The Matrix. Was wow. Was as much as I knew about anybody having to do. Um, Working on Mark Twain as we talk. I, maybe I'll send you a picture when I'm done of the the portrait of him. I it looks really cool. A, uh, a that portrait. was a rough. That was that was, the, the, that was like I worked a half hour, forty minutes on that piece when I posted it. But now I'm I'm like polishing up the eyes and the wrinkles and stuff as we talk. I, I've always found him fascinating, man. He's one of my favorite actors, actors, writers, stuff. I just like his work. <laughs> now. Oh man, I hope they don't digitize him now. <laughs> oh man, you know you don't have to. Uh, Mark Twain going back telling us stories. Have you, have you ever watched Hal Holbrook perform as Mark Twain? The what? Hal Holbrook, who's a really good actor, he has played Mark Twain on stage oh, many, really? many times. Yeah, look really? at he's also Donnie Blinken. He's he's phenomenal. Wow, he can do the uh, the old greats really good, huh? Well, he looks just like Mark Twain. Like, literally, without the makeup, he does. But they put some makeup on him. Uh, wow. It's crazy. Look up how old books Mark Twain. It'll blow your mind away. No shit. Because uh, he, he's, he's, he's such a gifted actor, that guy. And, yeah. No, no, go ahead. You know, that was it. I was just saying, he's worth looking up. I mean, he was, I actually, I used, some photos of him for the painting because I used some of the real Mark Twain and some of him because there's not a lot of color photographs of Mark Twain. Or, you know, he's live during the black and white era. Right, so, exactly. So I, 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 I went and are made that way after the fact. Right, but Hal Holbrook is a, a stickler for detail, so he makes himself up to look just like Mark Twain, so for a lot of the, the references the color layout I'm using uh, references from him and uh, he's pretty cool I like his work that's awesome. good actor so what and else he, uh, he go, go ahead no that was it I'm sorry I was rambling on about how Holbrook there's really not much to, no, to say I was just going to ask you so what else uh, what else do you got in uh, your uh, immediate future and uh, what, are your, <laughs> what are your plans for the holidays I mean, besides the books, how, I know you got the books, you're working on those. I just didn't know if there was anything that uh, we should uh, know that, any events or anything that you got going no, on that we should know about. No, no holiday, nothing spectacular planned, uh, just getting together with friends and family. Excellent. And I'm grateful for that. How about you? About, about the same, just uh, me, the, the wife, and the boy, and then, of course, uh, we go over and uh, see... Uh, how old your son? The uh, he's uh he's gonna be uh nineteen here in a couple of days. Wow, dude, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> but uh, he's uh 
He's an uh, he's one amazing uh, guy. Is he is he a musician too? Yep, he is. He's uh, nice. he's very he's already a very accomplished musician. Um, awards and all that. Really? So he's got a lot of your blood in him. He's got the Semperdilis Award from the Marines. What is that? Tell me what that it's is. It's one of the it's the highest award of musical achievement that they. Uh, Wow! He's not in the Marines. It's just they recognized his musical excellence and awarded him the Semperdilis Award. Yeah, that's friggin'. <laughs> they showed up in uniform, you know, whole thing, and you know, it was that's that's awesome. Yeah, pretty. Uh, yeah, he's he's quite. I've seen him do some amazing things already. I mean, he's already uh, been. Um, and some uh, pretty high-profile um, orchestras. I uh, I got some DVDs of him and everything. Really? Um, yeah. Well, he's been in you know uh, shows that have been uh, you know recorded and everything with a whole camera crew and all that there. So yeah. These guys. That that's pretty mind-blowing, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's nuts, man. And you know now he's doing the college thing. So that's. Is he gonna, I hope he's just going to pursue music, man. Um. Well, music's always, you know, um, on the uh, on the uh, back burner. But uh, for um, for college and stuff, he's uh, right now he's pursuing um, English and stuff like that. I think he wants to go towards law. Okay. So uh, that will, uh, but um, having that always as his you know, go to an ability the abilities that he has already with music are I mean, he surpasses me. I mean the 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 uh, ability that he has to be able to spot read and stuff like that where they just give him sheet music and he's able to look at it for seconds <laughs> and then, okay, let's do it and play you he's that good. And, he can just watch you know, it, look so at it for a few seconds neat. and brawl. It's pretty neat watching these wow. guys do this type of stuff. It's amazing. So, yeah, it's very impressive, to say the least. Is there saying he doesn't want to pursue it, though? Uh, oh, he'll be uh, he'll be pursuing it in one way or another, but, you know, you got to okay. take one thing at a time. <laughs> That's true. But, um... I mean, law, law is definitely a safer career. Well, yeah, you, you, know, you got you to gotta have one of them, you got to have your go-to when you're... You know, and or at least uh, get the thing about you know you got to play the game in, in schools. And you got to at least get the things that make it so you're able to get all the other things you want. And all right, I got you. You have to take like these certain classes are like a must. You know, school has really become more of a business. Um, it's really kind of. Uh, now it's crazy, it is, but that's college not all over the world. One of the biggest cons going right now, and there's no cap on the amount of money that they're allowed to make off these kids. And right, um, it's just they've really put a price on education, and some of it is a shit education. To be honest, it's well in know, this country. Listen, you look at other parts of the world. Especially with surpassing us, and it makes you realize like we're doing a lot of stuff wrong in this country. And we seem to be dumping down the population. <laughs> they are not even seeing they are. You know that. I know that. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Uh, you know, um, that's why I'm glad we got artists and shit like you, man. To, you know, help uh, everybody have a place that uh, you know gets some level-headedness going on. <laughs> well, we're trying as a world to do right. We got to make it happen. I don't know if we will, but <laughs> we got to try, right? Well, that's the thing, and you know, and my. Uh, you know, a wholehearted opinion. I think the whole trying and um, having the conversation is one of the biggest parts of the the battle. If you can get, you know, if you can get to that point, you know, um, then um, you've really you've really come along. And that's why I'm saying, you know, with like, you know, with with you know, without getting into any you know, governmental type crap with, with society and the way, you know, we need to learn to be able, we have all these platforms to be able to talk to each other and we have all these abilities to be able to, as people, do that before there was platforms. There was places that we could have civil conversations. We need to be able to do that and sit down and, and kind of teach the leaders how to lead again, I think. But, you know, Well, the trick is you know who do who do we trust? You know, it's, I mean because yeah, that's the real trick. It is really tricky, man. It's you know, and I I feel bad for this generation growing up. That look, when we grew up, you knew for the most part you could turn on the news, and it wasn't bipartisan. It wasn't. It was the news for the people because that's what's in the fucking constitution. They are the press that is the link between us and the government that they tell us what is up not get choose a side and then tell us what that side wants us to hear that's not how you do it you need to tell news and we have we have a generation that's growing up where there is partisan news and that is something that even us as adults are trying to get our heads around that media yeah. media is there there's a lot of media that's there and a lot of um, framing and a lot of shit that's just there to get your clicks or to get your attention just to make money. And even if it's false, they can turn around and collect it on, correct it on page 10, if they do. But nobody's going to see that. It won't matter because a lie gets around the world twice as fast as the truth could even put its fucking shoes on. So, it's... You know, that's the that's the land that this generation is growing up in. And then we wonder why some of them are so batshit crazy and confused. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, it's messed up, man. Because, you know, even when you take all the, you know, um, the sides and all that out of it, just look at, we're supposed to be able to get our information to be able to make our own mind up. But if that information is tainted in order to make you think a certain way, then what the hell? How am I even making a choice? I can't make an educated choice if I'm not being educated. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's the situation where they have to learn to actually fact check the fact checkers. And Hey man, I like PBS personally. You know, that's dude, I'm telling you what, if you fund anything, if you want to fund any programming or any network, PBS is where it's at. That, I agree. 
That is totally, that is where I go. That for is what we grew up. Televised stuff. And I also watch BBC a lot. I wholeheartedly you know believe we wouldn't have artists like you if it weren't for PBS and those hey kinds man, of Hey man, PBS is good stuff, man. I am going to run because we could talk all afternoon. Yes, I'll well, I was you. supposed to be done with this show 15 minutes ago, Lewis. I'm pissing all sorts of people <laughs> off. <laughs> well, man, I, I, I hope you have a good rest of the day. <laughs> Thank you very much for talking with us, Lewis, real quick. We Dude, go find you my at, pleasure, always. We go uh, find you at NosferatuOrigins.com as well as... Or Facebook. As well as on Facebook, you can find the illustrated books by Lewis Pexy, as well as just going and straight to his Facebook and commissioning some art, as well as finding him on Amazon. Just type in Amazon.com slash Lewis Pexy, and you will find him immediately. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you. Have a good one, my friend. You too. Pleasure I don't, talking, I, I don't talk to you again. You have a happy holiday. You be safe out you there, brother. You too. And we'll touch base after the holiday, man. Definitely. Take care, Joe. All right, Lewis. Bye. Bye. Take care.